At least 19 people have been killed and dozens wounded in a shooting at a college in Crimea. An 18-year-old student named Vladislav Roslikov ran through the technical college in Kerch, firing at fellow pupils before killing himself. Witnesses have also spoken of at least one blast in the canteen caused by an improvised explosive device. Later, investigators found a second explosive device in the gunman's personal belongings. Initially, Russia's investigative committee opened a criminal case over an act of terrorism, but later investigators reclassified it as a multiple homicide. This is the first major attack in Crimea since it rejoined Russia in 2014. The Crimean authorities have declared a three-day mourning following the incident. The Avanti Business Development Association has suggested that Moscow authorities introduce payment for driving into the city. They're convinced this will help reduce traffic in the city. The fee could vary from district to district and must be the same for both Moscovites and visitors. A fee for entering the capital could vary between 50 rubles or 76 cents if you're simply going into the Moscow Ring Road to 300 rubles or four and a half dollars if one is driving into the city center. Association members are convinced that such measures could eventually be introduced in all Russian cities where population is over 5 million people. Moscow Metro will sue passengers who misbehave and cause property damage in the underground. That's according to a Moscow Metro official. Due to the increased incidence of damage on transport, authorities together with city police will carry out raids against vandalism in the metro and on suburban trains. Those caught committing acts of vandalism may face a hefty fine of up to 40,000 rubles, mandatory work activity or even arrest depending on the severity of the crime. And Moscovites blessed with clear skies will be able to observe a rare astronomical phenomenon, the approach of the moon to Mars. According to the Moscow Planetarium, anyone will be able to see it with a naked eye on October 17th and 18th after sunset. Mars is nearest and brightest now, and the ninth-day beautiful moon will appear close to the red planet, the planetarium's press service has said. In astronomy, this phenomenon is called coming closer together. Mars was closest to Earth just three and a half months ago, when its bright ochre disk spanned an impressive 24.3 arc seconds. Traffic is currently rated 4 out of 10 on Moscow's roads, according to our interactive map. Driving time to Vnukovo Airport from the central Moscow is about 50 minutes each way. A drive to Shurimetyevo Airport will take you an hour and about 35 minutes getting back into central Moscow. And you'll spend an hour and 27 minutes driving to Domodedovo Airport and about an hour getting back into central Moscow. Plus 14 degrees Celsius in Canberra, plus 16 in London. It's plus 6 degrees Celsius in Moscow this hour. On Friday, uh, weather forecasters predict frost at night. That will continue over the weekend with day temperatures on Saturday dropping to plus 6 degrees Celsius. That's it for now. I'm Karen Rolski in the studio. Stay with us. Moscow. Turn it up. 
gentlemen i am alan moore this is capital sports uh welcome to another terrific show that i know is going to make your night well worthwhile because you know before you go and start looking up at the moon and trying to see if you can see mars stay inside with your clothes on listen to us and you will have a lot of fun so as again i'm alan moore here beside me to my right is mr andrew mclean andrew how are you doing very good also with my clothes on that's a very very good point to make as well and i too have my clothes on and across the table from us are peter p hey and Alex B. Why, hello. Okay, and they both have, they're partially dressed. And of course, Kat Kenny is spinning the tunes over there on my left. Yeah. Fully dressed on my dad as well. By the way, we're streaming live. Everything that is happening here, in case someone wants so, to take the clothes off, no. Okay, so that guys, stays. keep your clothes on. You can only on. see above <laughs> the yeah. desk, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Above the desk is visible, but uh, it might be getting hot in here, but uh, let's keep our clothes on. Okay, so we have an absolute superb show for you this evening. We have, of course, we're going to have a little bit of a look back at the UEFA, UEFA Nations League, which, you know, started to uh, get, you know, get into our lives a little bit more this week because, um, you know, people started to understand it more, started to enjoy it more. And I'll tell you something, nothing beats uh, international football. I don't care what anyone says. I absolutely love it. Okay. We also are going to have a look in at the upcoming fixtures in the Russian and English Premier League. Of course, Andy is going to give us his tips on those. We will have a little look at what's going on in the Kremlin Cup, which is taking place not too far away at the uh, Olympiski on Prospect Mira. We will have a look, of course, across at the MLB playoffs, which are really starting to heat up, and the NFL, and a bit of college football as well, because there were a lot of shocks this past weekend. Um, we will talk about Mr. Usain Bolt, who said that you know he didn't like being uh, dope tested while he was on trial in on trial as as in a football Football club, not on trial as in in a court. Well, who knows? Could be, uh, but on trial in in, uh, in uh, Malta. So have a little bit of a chat about uh, Malta. Sorry, in Australia, we'll have a bit of a chat about his um, let's say his developing career uh, on the football pitch and. And in order to try and win a pair of tickets, a pair of VIP tickets, of course, to this Friday's game, kicking off at eight thirty between Lokomotiv Moscow and Rostov. You just simply send in your favourite sports movie. So your favourite sports movie of all time. Just send it in to us. Uh, if we like it, if we like it, we will send you a message and you will you might have to explain it a bit as well. So it's plus seven nine two five one 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 zero five three. Send in your favourite sports movie to be with a chance to win a pair of VIP tickets to this Friday night's game between FC Lokomotiv Moscow and FC Rostov. OK, before we look at the uh, Nations League, Andy, your first favourite sports movie, what is it? My favourite, it's funny actually because my favourite sports movies are generally not in sports that I really watch or follow. Um, so I think my favourite would probably be Moneyball, which is baseball. Yeah. Okay, so good Bradford movie based on the whole concept of how you can win without spending too much money. Looking at how statistics have changed the world of sport. Okay, well, I mean, that didn't work out for Glasgow Rangers or most other clubs as well. So, I mean, no. can, can it be applied to football, do you reckon? I think many clubs have tried to apply it, and I think if you're working on small budgets in, in certain countries, then, yeah, I think it's quite applicable, but um, in countries where there's so much money involved in it now, I, I think, you know, you have to stay ahead of the game and, and, and spend big rather than looking at maybe getting a cut-down bargain with a 33-year-old that might do you for one season. Okay, well, yes, yeah, so that's okay. Of course, we will have uh, Andrew Flint on the phone as well, and he'll be giving us his favourite uh, movie all the way from Two Men. Peter, first, your first favourite sports movie, what is it? Uh, I'm going I'm to go with He Got Game. He Got Game, basketball movie. Why? Uh, I don't know, it's just, it's an interesting story about, like, well, 
Have you watched the movie? Do you, no. do you know what's no. okay. do, do do you want me to explain it? Or no, just ask why you like, like it. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, all right, it's a it's a very um, I don't know it's a very good story about how like a dad redeems himself, kinda in the in the eyes of his uh, son, and it also it's it's, a, it's like it's it's cool because it's about basketball and it's something that's like it's it's about family values as well. So I don't know. It's just for me, it was kind of cool, and they got. Uh, good jokes there too. So all right, so good jokes. Right? Okay, and, and, and soundtrack was is really cool too. Okay, so soundtrack and okay, and it's basketball as well. Okay, Alex V, which is your first one up? Uh, there's this movie called Bleed for this. It's a boxing movie. So uh, essentially, it's about a um, boxer who um, so is this he, for Vinny Pazienza. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I yeah. So he um, he broke his neck and then he kind of like got his way like back. Like they told him he's never, never going to fight again. He's never going to like he may not walk again. And he came back in a few years and he won and he became the champion. So. Yeah, and you continue boxing, of course, boxes reverted around, but uh, an interesting character, okay. Uh, my, well, I'm not going to say my number one favorite movie of all time yet, but I do have to, like, I wrote down a list today because I'm so my, I love sports movies. Rudy, Rudy, Rudy is up there on my top five for sure, Rudy. You know Rudy? It's about uh, Rudy Rudiger, the, uh, Daniel Rudiger, the uh, guy, he, he was, he had some, like, uh, learning difficulties, but he decided he wanted to go play for Notre Dame. Uh, football team uh, university team and so they said he wouldn't qualify for scholarship he wouldn't get on so on so he, it's a true story so he went and he tried and he was a, was a walk on with the practice squad I might have watched that actually yeah I, I think it was remember. with Bilbo Baggins was in it one of the hobbits was in it <laughs> oh okay yeah, I, don't, I, I don't remember Sean Aston. Sean so, Aston. so his throwing arm wasn't great then no, he, he, was a, he was a defensive player, so it's okay. But he actually he ended up playing like two plays for Notre Dame. So, and he was carried off. It was, I think the last time a player was carried off the field on the shoulder. So. All right. Talking about uh, something more in real life. But I, it's a really emotional movie. I, what I about your cry. worst sports movie? Uh, Space Jam, probably. Okay, let's go on. Whoa! <laughs> it has no, to okay. be something no, 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 no. I'm joking, I'm joking. Yeah. All right. So, listen, talk about worst uh, sports Israel 2, Scotland 1. In the yeah. UEFA, 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 UEFA Nations League, even. Okay, Russia nil, Sweden nil, of course. Uh, USA, they lost in a friendly against uh, Colombia 2 4. Right, well, 4 2, 4 2 to Colombia. Croatia, England nil nil draw. So, you know, not, not a bad result for England. Like, you know, sort of um, in boxing terms, they're moving up in the rankings. There was nobody watching it in the stadium, so it was fine. You know, they could get <laughs> yes, away it was, with it. It was quite a great result for. Any Armenians listening out there? Gibraltar won, Armenia nil in Yerevan. I mean, that's just the first ever win for Gibraltar. First ever points they've ever had. Yeah, they've never drawn or won a game. 22 games, 22 losses. Um, and then they, they in beat a four Armenia. year period, and now they've won back to back games. Exactly. Then they went on and they beat Liechtenstein 2 1. First time they've ever scored twice in a, in a football game. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I mean, most of these guys are like bakers and candlestick makers. I mean, it's just—it's like it's all the presence man. Norway, of course, they won one 0 against Slovenia, so a good bit of a comeback from Norway. Three 0 win for Netherlands, Holland over Germany. That was a shocker because Germany have just come apart. I mean, I don't know what are they going to break up in the West and East Germany now? I mean, what is going on with them? Yeah, it's a difficult one. I think uh, scratch and sniff love has probably um, seen out his time. I think yeah, I think he has to go. I, yeah. did, I, I did say that at the work. I mean, I spoke with Eric Stoffel said about and I mean Stoffel said about it, and we we sort of were trying to figure out how would it work out, but you know it does look like it's going to go. All right, um, Ireland nil nil with Denmark. Ireland were criticised for actually drawing with a team that hammered them five one just a few months ago. Um, it doesn't make sense to me at all. This hysterics about the Irish team. Oh, we're so bad. We're not playing good football, but like you know, we don't have the the quality. Yeah, it was it, it was quite tough watching because Denmark did dominate for most of the second half. But as you say, this is a team that 
ran you ran you ragged and put, pulled you left, right, and centre not that long ago. So yep. a nil nil, and you did create a, a couple of chances that perhaps on another day you might have you know you might have stuck a, a win. Penalty at the very end as well. Yeah. So uh, yeah, good result. For, I thought it was a great result for Ireland. China and India, the two most populous countries in the, in the world, played each other and drew nil nil. So that was a that was a good result for both of them. Azerbaijan, they they drew, they dropped two points against Malta, drew one one. Russia then went on to beat Turkey two nil. So they have now pretty much qualified for the top flight so that's good they've won promotion Scotland won Portugal 3 yeah um, as I said to you last week when you asked me do, do I think we have a chance and I've you know outright said no um, having seen the first 20 minutes and Portugal's rather changed side I thought maybe and then we conceded one, then we conceded two and then it just didn't look like ever happening oh, but you say it, it looked a bit of a I don't know, a bit of a, a tough one. Um, Belarus and Moldova drew nil-nil. Of course, then there was that cracking match, Spain-England, England winning 3-2. I mean, I, I think Spain are, are, are a bit like, not, not, not the great at the moment, but England did play very, very well. I think Luis Enrique's got Spain playing exciting football again, but that evidently leaves them a bit vulnerable at the back. Um, on another night, that could have been, I don't know, 4-3 at half-time to Spain, yeah, was, and then 5 all, each yeah. at full-time. It was quite an entertaining game, and... Credit to Southgate, he's, he's actually managed to grind out a result, although he has been criticised for the tactics late on in the game where they conceded two and made it a bit squeaky bum. And of course, you know, the English fans uh, did themselves very, very proud, or some English fans by absolutely wrecking the place and singing disgraceful songs. You know, I, I, I There's just don't, no place for that anymore, No, is there? I don't understand it. I mean, you know, overall, 99% of them were very well behaved in Russia. A couple of idiots, of course, as, as in anywhere else, but this, I just don't, I don't get this. Uh, Armenia did a bit of an olive partridge and they bounced back, beating uh, Andorra 4 0. Good on them. And of course, Kazakhstan, they Macedonia. also. Yeah. No, Andorra, wasn't it? And Kazakhstan beat Macedonia. Oh, the other way around. Yeah, Andorra, yeah, Macedonia. Yeah. There we go. They won 4 0 as well. France beating Germany 2 1. Again, as we said, Germany are. They're under the, the cosh a wee bit. Norway beating Bulgaria 1 0. And uh, then other few different results. 1 1 draw in the Benelux derby between Belgium and Holland. 1 0 win for Ukraine. He's then promoted stuff flight as well. They beat Czech Republic 1 0. And Ireland lost last night 1 0 to Wales. OK, we're going to go out to the break. We have a fairly decent song that. Uh, gets played in as far as I remember now I, I, I will double check this uh, double check on this is the University of Arizona the, the uh, Sun Devils in the stadium so basically at one point in the show and most of their college football as well they played a song people start to just jump up and down and go a bit crazy so uh, if I'm correct Kat, we're going to play out with Darud and Sandstorm we'll be back after the break no um, I was going to play Light It Up by Major Lazer will we do that now Okay, okay. It's going okay. to be lighted well, up it's, and it's, it's, major you know laser. What, you know what? Le, le, let's go to the break and we're back with Andrew Flint after break. Capital Sports with Alan Moore. Stand up like a soldier, baby. Yeah, I know you be like that. Gun it like a holster, baby. Should have said you're wicked like that.
This is Becky Hayes. Listen to the BCM Radio Show every Friday on Capital FM Moscow 105.3. Every Friday at 1am on Capital FM Moscow. I like the way you do your fast. Capital Commercial. Квартира с отделкой в Новой Москве. Жилой комплекс Южная Бунина от группы компаний МИЦ. Ищите нас по запросу Южная Бунина или звоните 495-152-0505. ООО «Московский ипотечный центр МИЦ». Проектная декларация на сайте www.mitsdefizbunina.ru Слова и выражения, которым вас не учили на уроках английского. Joke insurance. Joke insurance. Объясняет ведущий шоу Capital Stand Up Стив Форман, Лондон, Великобритания. Joke insurance или private joke – это когда а, два человека, они шутят, но только они понимают, о чем шутят, так что посторонние люди не очень знают, о чем шутят, и это из-за этого это смешно. Joke insurance. Joke insurance. With Alan Moore. Welcome back, listeners, to Capital Sports. We just had the break. We were discussing a few more movies, and we got of course some of your messages in. So, Roman, he says that the Damned, Damned United, because it is uh, based on a true story and one of the best movies ever made. So, Andy, Damned United, about Leeds United, about that uh, Brian Clough period or very, very short stay that he had. Yeah, it's a very interesting as- insight into that that little short period that he had there. Yeah, I'd, okay, I'd rate that highly. Okay, number two for you. What would you be? We were talking about cool runnings in the break, oh. just because it, it, it has humour, it has a serious note, it's a true story, and it was kind of, I don't know, the first one that was really about winter cry? sport. I was too young, I think, probably to really cry at it oh, at the okay. time. I think I was a middle teenager, and my, you know, my crying days over Bambi and The Lion King had gone. <laughs> I, I didn't see The Lion King until I was... Quite old, and I couldn't understand why people cry. But anyway, um, you know, I showed it to Tim, and Tim was like, you know, was like, uh, oh look, the daddy uh, toy lion dies, and he's like, and <laughs> you know, like, okay, fine. The other question with the Lion King is, and this is something that bothers me. Okay, I just asked you guys a question. Um, so, what was the name of the girl lion? Uh, Peter, if you answered it, <laughs> Nola, Nola. I'm not sure. I yeah. remember. I remember Simba. I remember Simba Scar. is the boy. Scar is his uncle. Uh, the the dad. I don't remember the dad's name. The dad Mufasa. 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 Yeah. And the little girl. What was her name? Nola. Yeah. Nola. There you go. Nola. Yeah. Nola is his sister. Is okay. It? Oh <laughs> my god. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. No, but the, it, it's it's a pride. So they're like related. Everybody. Yeah. Knows. So this is like those things are okay in the animal kingdom, Alan, and in parts of Scotland as well. But anyway, let's not get into that. <laughs> right, we will. <laughs> I should have. <laughs> right, moving We're a small very, very nation. Quickly. Yeah, <laughs> and getting smaller every generation. Okay, right. Um, Alejandro said he has has a division of which goes with the basketball team, uh, but the Russian basketball uh, Olympic team who won in the Olympics. Uh, Jem has written he sent in a few of them, which two of them. I'm really for it. I actually wanted Peter to be before. So he said Space Jam was a great sports movie. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. okay. Peter, Peter backs that. Jerry Maguire. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, that is a good there. movie. Yeah. Show, show, show me the money. Um, I didn't say it was good. Green Street. 
not really a sports movie as such. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the, it was actually, the, it, it was for the most downloaded sports movie in Russia ever. Green really? Street, yeah. Green Street, yeah. In, in, in the, I, I should say foreign movie because for English language, it was the most downloaded sports movie. So we did that survey for RT, actually. Um, remember the Titans? I haven't seen it. This is a so. great movie. Great true story about like the uh, when they, they put schools together. So black school, white school, put them together, and then they had to learn to play with each other, play on the same team Sport as each other. Each yeah, other. yeah, yeah, yeah. Not yeah, not other things. And uh, yeah, so it's a really, really good movie. Um, great movie, great true story, and very emotional as well. And of course, for me, number one of all time, Escape to Victory. Yeah, Escape I, to Victory, guys, you got to watch it. Like Sylvester Stallone, Pele. I'm surprised nobody game? said Warrior because like everybody is like going oh, crazy about Warrior? Warrior. It's like about Warrior. two brothers, two brothers that do MMA. Ah, oh. like the yeah, and they like fight each other at the end of like this is tournament. I don't know. It's just like, everybody was going, everybody was going crazy about this movie, especially here. They are, are talking, <laughs> they're making a remake here. Are too. talking about Voyan or Warrior? No, Warrior, no, not Voyan. Warrior. Like, actual movie. <laughs> All right, let's just stick no. to like <laughs> sports movies. So <laughs> I mean, it, it is like. Oh no! Okay, Warrior, but uh, Escape to Victory. Basically, I have I remember going to watch it in I was a long, long time ago with my dad, and seeing like some footballers there. And we went to the cinema. It was standing room only, so people were standing all around the edge of the cinema because it was so full. And when the name, because it was like this German uh, flag was up, and they were announcing all the names of all the players, like for the movie. So it was like Sylvester Stallone, okay, Michael Caine, okay, and then the name Pele came up. The whole cinema started cheering, and during the match sequence at the very, very end, people were literally when the Germans were fouling because it was the Germans against these Allied prisoners of war, and when the Germans were kicking the Allies and kicking them, they they broke Pele's ribs and the whole lot. People were throwing stuff at the, at the screen, and I was like, "Oh my goodness!" Like you know, and at the end, of course, Pele got the best goal of all time, overhead kick. It was just anyway. okay. Right, we are going straight away. We're going on the phone all the way down to two men in uh, Western Siberia to. The man of the moment, Mr. Andrew Flint. Andrew, how are you doing? Uh, not too bad, guys. Thank you very much for having me on. Well, listen, it's it's, it's uh, great to have you on, Andrew. So, listen, straight in. Russia, you know, uh, they're, they're, they're moving up in the world, and especially in Europe. Two good results. Yeah, they were. They were. Um, I mean, the nil-nil against Sweden doesn't look great on paper, but I liked how the performance made sense. You know, the back forwards didn't look out of place. The, I thought Roman Sobbenen was excellent as a holding midfielder. Um, and yeah, and against Turkey, it was just, it was just a step, a step higher. I mean, the, this Nations League, I'm a big fan of. Yeah. And I'm, I actually think it could do wonders in the short term for, for simply because it gives you tangible results so soon. Do you think that it, it's something to uh, also, because we, like, we were discussing this um, a couple of weeks ago, is it, is it something that's going to bring fans back in, in love with international football? Because you know, we had a great World Cup, a really interesting World mm. Cup, and now it's kind of um, you know, something that people are going to start to get back into. Yeah, I think so. I mean, all of the sort of stereotypical talk about, oh, the international break is awful, I hate it, it's boring, when's domestic football coming back? I've never really bought into it. Um, but this is definitely a step up. It's definitely an improvement. Um, I think the only downside is that I think people don't quite understand how it's going to work. And the, the first stage is fairly simple, but how it works with qualification for Euro 2020. You know, once people 
see how it happens, I think they'll get behind it. Um, in itself, I don't think it'll make a huge difference. But for people back home who aren't going to the games, I think it will get a bit more interest in terms of watching it. Okay, well, that's, that's good. Listen, back onto the, the domestic front. Terrific win in the Cup last week. We reported on, of course, uh, for FC Two Men against uh, CSK oh, Moscow. Yes. I mean, you were there. You had your, your little girls with you. Um, what was mm-hmm. the buzz like in the stadium as as, as the, the penalties came about? And then, of course, that, uh, Two Men like fin- finished off like a very, very good team from Tisca. Well, it was very odd because Six years ago, we had our famous win against Sanitse Petersburg when we were in the second division, the third tier. I mean, that was packed out. That was electric. It was just a build-up for a week, two weeks before. This one was very strange because of the international break and Tesco and not having all their players around. But it was only about half. Um, when it got to penalties, you know, a lot of people were already walking out at the end of extra time. Um, and I think some people were confused as to why it was going on because a lot of people didn't get the fact that extra time happened in the cup. And oh. So it was an odd atmosphere, to be honest. But listen, I mean, um, but, is it, is it um, listen, to, like football and two men, like, I mean, it's, it's of course, it's, it's, it struggles, especially with weather. And of course, there's always that kind of odd about the attendance. I think it's always 5,000 or 1,500. Uh, well, 1, uh, sorry, I stand corrected. Well, it's not. I mean, <laughs> like what, like what is being done right now to try and uh, get the locals in love with the team uh, before the, ne- the uh, next round of the cup? Well, uh, I'll be perfectly honest. Absolutely nothing. They, there's no, there's no marketing department. You see a few posters, a few flyers around the town, but but that's about it, really. Um, I mean, if people actually followed the team closely, then the next round against Orenburg. It should appeal to them because it's a grudge match. I mean, Orenburg Orenburg we're in just, the Ural Pavolja division. Yeah, exactly, and it's just down the road as well. I mean, it's it, it's uh, you know, they, it is kind of almost like a, a local derby in many cases. It's either Yekaterinburg or Orenburg in you know, in terms of that region. Mm. Um, what what do you reckon? Do they have a chance to get through? Well, I was speaking to Sergei, who's the the best journalist, um, well, best Russian journalist in Tumen, um, and he reckons that they'll send mostly a reserve side because we're battling relegation as usual. Um, and Orenberg is so well organised. I'm less hopeful, I'll be honest, uh, than I was against the Tuska youngsters. Um, so not great. Okay, okay. Listen, Andy McLean here has a question about uh, a favourite uh, person of yours. Hi Andrew, how you doing? This weekend. Hello, hello. This weekend is 14 years since Mr. Jose Mourinho made his debut in a Chelsea one Manchester United nil. Do you think it's time to end that imperfect circle for him this weekend? If it's a bad result, or even if it's a good result. You know, the one thing I'm scared of is something like the result against Newcastle. Any late comeback that stirs the fans is just the worst thing that could happen. Whatever the result is that gets him out, I will be happy. That, that's fair. That's, that is fair enough. And listen, uh, just a, a quick one before I let you go. Usain Bolt down mm. under uh, getting his kicks on, and of course he had he turned out an offer in Valletta in Malta, a two-year contract. Do you think this, we should take this seriously, or is it just a bit of a sideshow, kind of like uh, Ben Johnson racing uh, like a, a trap and pony? Yeah, I, it's a sideshow. I mean, I don't got nothing against him. If I was in your position, I'd probably do the same. But he he is awful. 
who's quick, but he's really not a very good footballer. Um, I think Central Coast Mariners is probably about his level, uh, and even that's directing him. I mean, I, I figured that like going to Valletta, which is a pretty so-so, um, you know, uh, uh, well, I mean, like Maltese League is not great. And especially going there, I mean, there's really, it, it, it could be, you know, you'd have a bit of fun if nothing else. But I think, you know, should, should, should this whole situation just be sort of like, uh, like put out of its misery? Well, I, to be honest with you, I don't see it going much beyond a few trial games. I don't think he's going to have a move. It, it makes for a good, good publicity. The whole FIFA 19 saying they're going to put him in the game, well, that'll be fun. It'll oh. be a bit of sponsorship, but it's not going to be much more than that. So, I mean, let him have a bit of fun, but it's not going to be anything more than that. Okay, listen, Andrew. Thank you so much for that. Uh, we're going to tweet out all your uh, your well your your Twitter handle as we uh, go out to break. So, listen, thank you very very much, and uh, we'll talk to you again very, very soon. Perfect. Cheers, guys. Okay, so that of course was uh, Andrew Flint. As everyone knows him as our man in Siberia or Englishman in Siberia. So uh, give him a follow on Twitter and on uh, Instagram as well. He is an absolutely cracking journalist. Had a huge, huge journey to work up. Visit all World Cup cities driving. So I, I could never do it like, you know. Um, listen, before we go out to the break, uh, Rocky Four. Rocky Four for me is the best Rocky movie. What do you reckon, guys? Is that a Rocky Three? Is that a Rocky Three? Yeah. Yeah, with Clubber Lang and Mr. T. The reboot. The Creed reboot. The Creed with the Creed, the, the boy. Andy? I'd sway to Rocky 4 over 3 myself. Just because I think it gets more and more difficult to, to outdo yourself yeah. when, you, when you've done that kind of same movie almost over and over again. I think it was more impressive to see it done so well the fourth time. I mean, in that one, like, I mean, where, like it's kind of like uh, in, in, in the... The third one was great when uh, Clubber Lang says, like, what's, what's going to happen? You know, you're going to feel pain. You know, that was just like, you're going to feel pain, fool. You know, like, Mr. T. Um, sorry, that's a bad... <laughs> that, is a good, that is a good accent for Mr. T. His agent told him not to do that. <laughs> yeah, I was told. Um, and Rocky IV, of course, is when he faces a Swedish guy who is a, a doped-up yeah. Soviet fighter, uh, Ivan Drago. And, uh, you know, face him in Siberia. Oh, no, face him in Moscow, be trained Siberia. Go on. Yo, uh, in the reboot, like the, the Creed, sec- the second one, he's, uh, the, his, the Creed, the, 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 cha- the son of the Apollo. Apollo Creed, he's facing the son of Drago, I think. No way! Yeah, and, and Drago is making an appearance there, too. Wow. Yeah, there's like a, there's like a face-off between Rocky and Drago, and they're yeah, both yeah. old. <laughs> the trailer <laughs> yeah well, anyway. <laughs> yeah I mean there's only know, so much you can fake that really isn't there yeah and it wasn't there the Rocky 6 he fought again and he couldn't punch and they're like you can't move just like hit him as hard as you can and you're okay it was like what the I mean I'm, I'm sorry <laughs> like I was I, I, I realised that like at a certain age like I just don't want to be punched in the head anymore like you know but Rocky keeps going. Right, we are going to go to the break. Plus seven nine two five one 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 zero five three. Send in your your final chance. Send your message for your favourite sports movie of all time. We've got some crackers already uh, discussed. We'll have some more, I'm sure, coming through uh, during the break. So plus seven nine two five one 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 zero five three. We'll go right to the break. With this is played at the University of South Carolina uh, for the Gamecocks games. And I mean, it basically. It's, it's been there for almost 10 years. It gets the fans all jumping up then. Also out in uh, the University of Arizona, the uh, Sun Devils. So this is finally, I, I'm not going to make a mistake with this. It's a finished song. It is Darud and Sandstorm. We're back over the break. Capital Sports with Alan Moore. <laughs>
9pm. Capital Stand Up with Steve Foreman on Capital FM Moscow. Are you serious? <laughs> you got a date right. Capital Commercial. Жизнь в историческом центре Москвы. В комплексе апартаментов Софийский. С ни с чем не сравнимыми видами на Кремль. Живое пространство среди парков и особняков. Сдержанное величие архитектуры. Комплекс апартаментов Софийский. 495-252-55-55. Бытовые вакуумные упаковщики Касса продлевают срок хранения продуктов до пяти раз. Защищают продукты от морозного ожога. Экономят ваши деньги. Двойной запаечный шов. Съемная вакуумная камера. Импульсный режим. Более 10 моделей в ассортименте. Официальный представитель Касса в России – Компания Комфорт Макс. Телефон 495-921-0288. Слова и выражения, которым вас не учили на уроках английского. Объясняет коммерческий директор рекрутинговой компании Люк Джонс, Лондон, Великобритания. Тул Грей. От слова тул высокий, грей серый. Странный, скучный человек, который оказывается высокий, но он не обязательно должен быть высокий. Почему считается высокие люди мрачные, скучные, не знаю. Видимо, они серые тоже. Но вот это Tall Grey. Tall Grey. Tall Grey. With Alan Moore. Okay, we are back. The last segment of Capital Sports tonight. And, uh, folks, I th- you know, we, we've had such a huge... You cannot just start talking about sports movies and then just expect to do it in one hour. It's just absolutely impossible. Nazar has written, he saw the movement up at Vigenever. He also figures that that's, you know, one of the best sports movies around. Nazar, you're, you're spot on. I think it's a very, very good movie. I'd also say Legenda number 17, Legend yeah. number 17. That's Hockey classic. movie, yeah. Um... It's yeah, okay. it's okay. It's interesting. Yeah, it's I prefer in hockey movies. Okay, Mighty Ducks are brilliant. They're just awesome. Yeah, um, because it's a great movie because it actually set up Disney buying an NHL franchise, as in in Anaheim, and everyone knew or buying the Mighty Ducks gear before they knew there was actually before there was an actual NHL team. So it was marketing yeah. perfection, um, brand development that that's just from the from the heavens. I would say, though, in a hockey movie, Goon, I know Peter said Goon is good, uh, with Sean William Patrick, with Sean yeah, William yeah. Scott. That's a good movie, and Goon 2 is not that great. Goon 1 I, is I, one. I've never seen Goon 2. Slapshot. Folks, if you want to have watch, if you like hockey and you just want to watch a movie, Slapshot. It's old school with Paul Newman. It just... Just, just watch it. Just simply watch it. Okay, right, folks. We're going to go ahead with our Russian and English Premier League fixture rundown. So uh, Alex B is going to do it tonight, and uh, then we're going to have a little. Well, Andy's going to tell us who he reckons we should be putting money on this weekend. Okay, Alex, fire away. So we're starting off in Russia. In Russia. So on Friday we have uh, Angie at TSKA at six p.m. and uh, we have a locomotive at Rostov at. 8.30 p.m. Okay, so of course, 8.30 will be there at the Erzade Arena. So what do you reckon, Andy, in that one, uh, Lokomotiv Rostov? Um, Lokomotiv, potentially, I think Smolov has been ruled out. For Far, uh, Farfan is, is, a, is a doubt. But Rostov have a very, I think they've got the meanest defence at the moment, conceded four in ten games, which is pretty impressive in very itself. Good, yeah. However, I think Loco, I mean, I think uh, Lokomotiv have a pretty good record over the last 20 years at home to Rostov. I think they've only lost twice in that time. So I think I'd be edging for a home win because 
Loco started to pull in a few results. If they get a third consecutive win this Friday, then that will pull them level with Rostov on 18 points. Very, very good. Okay. Uh, away we go, Alex. Next next one up on uh, Saturday. On Saturday, we have Orenburg at Yenisei at 11.30 a.m. We have Ural at Krulia Savetov at 2 p.m. And we have Ufa at Rubin at 4.30 p.m. Anything there, Andy? Catch your fancy? The four times that Ural have played Krulia Savetov, all four times, both teams have scored. So I think that one there, and also Rubin Kazan have scored in the second half every single time that they've met Ufa. Okay, so second half goal for Rubin. Right, second half goal and for Rubin. Both teams to score for Oral's group. Okay, and finally, we have three games on Sunday. On Sunday, you have Dynamo at Zenit at 2 p.m., uh, Spartak at Arsenal at, at 4.30 p.m., and at 7 p.m., we have Krasnodar at Ahmad. Okay, so of course, they are home games. Of course, Dynamo are at home in Himki to Zenit, Spartak at home to Arsenal. Uh, out in Tushino. So, okay, anything there? Any of those uh, two big Moscow teams at home? Yeah, so you've got the two big Moscow teams at home. There's not actually that much value to be had on the Sunday, I don't think. Spartak have a good record against Arsenal Tula, but have been a bit up and down of late. Um, so I think Spartak minus one goal there. Um, and Zenit have traditionally been very good away from home in the last sort of 10 years against Dinama since their sort of fall. Um, and they're quite good value as well. But generally, I'd be avoiding that Sunday. Okay, so not much value there, of course, because Zenit to score 20 goals uh, so far in 10 games. So they're, they're on form. You look at like they've got like two of the top. Top te- uh, top scores, uh, yeah. top high scores in the league. So, like with uh, Juba and the European. Okay, over to England. What's going on in England? On Saturday, we have uh, Chelsea at Man U at fourteen thirty, and then at five we have six games. So we're going to have to choose. We have Bournemouth at Southampton. We have Cardiff at Fulham. Man City at Burnley, Newcastle at Brighton, West Ham at Spurs, and Wolves at Watford. Of course, all those teams, uh, we've got West Ham at home against Spurs. So that, that's a big, big London derby, and West Ham are, are back on track. Yeah, West Ham actually have, um, surprisingly, a good record against Tottenham. They've won three of their last five, and Spurs actually have one of the better away records in the Premier League this season. They actually have a goal difference of six. Um, so I'd be looking at both teams to score there, but I'm not sure which way that will go. Okay, that's going to be an interesting one. Okay, and then, of course, we have... Uh, well, there's a final game, of course. Huddersfield at home, as you see it here. Huddersfield at home to Liverpool. So that's at 7.30. What do you reckon? That's a, that's a, a I, big, I, big, big ask for Huddersfield. Yeah, I can't see past Liverpool there, but there won't be much value unless you're looking at a big score line. But Liverpool, of course, are missing a number of players. A number of players got injured in international duty. I think... Uh, a lot of them were precautionary. I think Salah was a bit more serious. I think that Egypt actually had to take him off, even though that meant they were down to 10 men. I think Virgil van Dijk was just a precaution more than anything because he'd actually been carrying that injury um, since the PSG Champions League game. Okay, all right. And finally, so, Sunday and Monday. So what, what games are coming up, Alex? Uh, on those? Sunday at 6pm, we have Crystal Palace at Everton. And on Monday at 10pm, we have Leicester at Arsenal. That's a big game on Monday for Leicester. I mean, they, they have to start winning something. And uh, Arsenal, of course, you know, they're doing very well this season. Yeah, they've been shipping goals, but uh, Unai Emery's quietly going about his business. And I think with such, such fervour around Liverpool and Manchester City and the fact that Manchester United are, are going through a woeful period, it's kind of taken the, the pressure off Arsenal a little bit and they're creeping up. Okay, so what what do you reckon? So let's recap on your uh, tips for this weekend. So folks, get your pens and paper ready. So Andy, what 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 are you looking for some money in? So I'm going to go for a few strange markets 
this weekend. So the last five times Everton have played Crystal Palace at Goodison Park, both teams have scored. However, the last two meetings have been over 30 fouls, which is quite <laughs> a weird statistic for a game. Um, and so therefore, I'm going to go for a penalty to be given, which is 3-1 to one in that Everton-Crystal Palace game, oh, simply because of the, the sheer volume of fouls that that game seems to produce. Um, the other one that I think represents massive value this weekend is Brighton are the highest half-time, full-time losers, so to speak. They've actually been losing at half-time and lost at full-time four times already this season, and three of those were away. And they are playing Newcastle. Um, and the six games that Brighton have played, there have been exactly one goal at half, um, in the first half. So I think Newcastle 1-0 or a Newcastle half-time, full-time win. Oh, okay, so and that's 3-1 as well. Very good. Okay, so that's uh, int- some money there to be made this weekend. So, okay, Peter, uh, we're going to have a, a little bit of a look in just a moment at the MLB, so get ready for that one. So right now in the ladies' singles at the Kremlin Cup, the quarterfinals are all set because Simona Halep, of course, pulled out. She she got her payday to come across. She got, we believe, a quarter of a million dollars just to show up in Moscow. Of course, she's the world number one. Um, and we don't know next year where this Kremlin Cup is going to be played. It will not be played at the Olympiski, so who knows where it's going to go. Probably up north of Moscow. Right, so in the quarterfinals, Annette Kontevate from uh, uh, Estonia. She's playing Ons Javor of uh, Tunisia. Kontevate is the eighth seed. Then an unseeded quarterfinal, Sasnovich from Belarusia against Joanna Konta, who I think is an Australian, isn't she? Yeah, she's played for the UK. Aussie, Matt masquerading as a Brit yeah. exactly with some very very dodgy coaches and uh, questionable testing uh, Anastasia Savastova fifth seed from uh, Latvia she is playing Vera Zvonarova who you know is, is back like I mean she, she retired for a short while but off got her education and she's back and she's making the quarterfinals of the Kremlin Cup well done Vera uh, whose mom of course won an Olympic medal playing hockey field hockey for the Soviet Union so there you go uh, and in the other quarterfinals so we will have at least one Russian in the semi-final Anastasia uh, Pavlichenkova is up against 6 seed Daria Kasatkina who was of course a guest on the show last year uh, yeah so that's the interest that's on tomorrow in the men's singles uh, slightly different okay so the, some of those matches are still ongoing a couple of Russian uh, there of interest uh, so Karan Kachanov he is through to the uh, round of 8 and uh, we're still waiting on some other results coming through from there so MLB so the Major League Baseball over in America Peter what's happening there well it's it's uh, it's between four teams right now it's uh, but it's well my favourite team the Red Sox are playing Astros right now. They're, Boston, of yeah, course. We're leading two to one. So the question is, who will be uh, will be who will be playing at the finals? And I think it's going to be us, Red Sox. And I'm not sure who's going to be the second uh, contestant because it's L.A. versus Brewers right now. So the so Dodgers, Dodgers versus the Brewers. Brewers. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a good one. And they're tied right now. And like there is, I can't really say what team is like. My my, I, I would want L.A. But I, I'm not sure they're going to win. So like, so what, you, what, what's your take? You, you sort of. I mean, I think L.A. have like they've got a good pitching staff. They've got a good team. Um, but I still, I kind of have a. The Brewers are the underdogs. I mean, they're they're likable. Like Dodgers have had a lot of success. Brewers are kind of like yeah. the Cleveland Indians. If they've, they've been there and they're not. And not, not Astros, they won a World Series pretty recently. Yeah, I, exactly. I think a. Well, Cubs were one last last yeah. year, so I, they, they won before. Exactly. I'd I'd love to see Brewers come through and win it all. I, 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 I want to see. see you know, it would be cool. It would be. Red Sox, Brewers, finals. Exactly. And then the Brewers win and by like, you know, I don't know. No, like, uh, Red Sox, bro. <laughs> we'll oh, see. 
<laughs> okay. Uh, all right. So in last weekend's college football, there were a huge amount of shocks. A lot of the top teams were knocked off the perch. Right now in the top four, uh, we have Alabama, Ohio State, Clemson, Notre Dame. Notre Dame have a bye week this week. But the biggest winners were Louisiana State University, LSU. They jumped up eight places. Michigan right behind them. And, of course, this weekend, a huge match. If you want to watch college football, because it is just so, so exciting. Number six against number 24, uh, Michigan events, Michigan State. There are family rivalries, brothers on both teams, and so on and so forth. Absolutely great, great fun. That's on Saturday, 7 o'clock, if you want to tune in. I think it is on one of the Russian channels as well. So, Michigan against Michigan State. Okay. Uh, back briefly on to movies. I got a message in. I think that this almost has to be a winner uh, from Anne who says that Eagle, Eddie the Eagle. I also got a text with that. So I think the fact that we've both got text messages it's from a different person, almost yeah, at yeah, the yeah, same yeah. time. Yeah. I, t- I think it's... Guys, what's your Eddie the Eagle? Uh, I, it's, I've never watched it, but a lot of people have been claiming that's amazing, that, that the movie is amazing. So, okay, I guess. It's based on the movie. In Russian, it's called Eddie Ariol, so Eddie the Eagle. It's on a ski jumper, a guy who basically always wants to go to the Olympics, and he does. It's a true story. And uh, from the early 80s, around the same time as Cool, cool Runnings as well. So he goes to the Olympics, and he competes, and he, you know, he, he does well. So it's all like the how he gets there. Hugh Jackman's in it as well as an absolute... He's brilliant. Hugh Jackman is just like, he's a legend. Um, so basically, it, it, I watched it in Kievsky, Europeyski, the cinema, I can't remember the name of it there. I think Forum of Kino. And I'm sitting in the cinema, people are so involved in it. And then at the end, people are clapping and cheering. So, yeah, it's, it's pretty good. So, uh, Alex, what, what other movie stands there for you? What other sports movie? Um, what other sports movie? Uh, Happy Gilmore. Okay, Happy Chicago. Gilmore. <laughs> yes, I mean, Adam, Waterboy. Waterboy, yeah, yeah. Waterboy. He was watching it, Tim. You know, he, he was watching it. And then uh, there's moments when he's got, he, he starts trying to tackle me as I'm there with a the football. He says, I'm going to play like the Waterboy. I was like, no, Tim, please don't do that. Like, you know, you're playing soccer. <laughs> yeah, you, don't, you don't jump feet first into somebody's head. Like, you know, but that is a great movie, though. I mean, it's, it, it just makes fun of everything from Forrest Gump to the everything about America. I think if you're going to include Happy Gilmore, it has to be there. Yeah, in terms uh, of comedy, sport, yeah, it's kingpin. And king, king, you mentioned that before, yeah, kingpin, kingpin. I guess we'll, we'll call ten pin bowling a sport for now. Well, you know, it is. I mean, it's a great movie with great cast with Woody Harrelson and uh, Bill Murray as well. Just absolutely fabulous. Okay, Peter, going with you. You, you said Space Jam earlier on, so okay, we'll accept that as a sports movie, even though it has like the cast of. Well, Bugs just, Bunny and yeah, my, just Michael Jordan. <laughs> Michael Jordan, okay. And Bill Murray. Bill Murray's in that movie. Oh yeah, that's true. That's Bill Murray's yeah, in the movie. Yeah, so. He okay. makes an appearance in the beginning and then at the end too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what are what are like goal? I didn't ask Andrew Flint, but he said goal. The movie goal, but the guy who comes from Mexico and goes to play with Newcastle United. Oh, and goes to, I actually watched a little bit of that. Movie. <laughs> Why are you so excited? It's like I, 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 it's like a flashback just came. To that. <laughs> okay, so goal. You 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 kind of have a liking for goal. Yeah, it's it's actually a pretty cool movie. Okay, what else? What else goes? Uh, one thing about Space Jam. Uh, Space Jam Two <laughs> with LeBron James is coming out. <laughs> Everyone, you, you, are you serious? Yeah. You, you, yeah. <laughs> okay, there's a bit, a bit of like Okay, all right, boxing <laughs> movies. I mean, I'm, I am proud that none of you guys mentioned Raging Bull because I think it's Raging Bull. Beep. I think <laughs> it's just a terrible movie. It's awful. It's so overdone, and it's just a, it's a, it's it's rotten. Mentioned you know? earlier, the most depressing movie I think I've seen in time. Although you've banned me from the documentary of Ayrton Senna, <laughs> which really <laughs> yeah, really yeah. bummed me out. But um, Million Dollar Baby. 
It's oh a, yeah, that's it's a, depressing. It's a great movie, but wow, difficult one to watch. Yeah, it is. It's, Don't it watch is it before watch. you're going out for a night out because yeah, you all sit there silent. It's it's not it's not a romantic movie. No, not one to take uh, for a first date, that's for sure. No, it's not one that kind of like, oh, I know, there's this great movie with these cowboys who live up on a mountain. You're talking about uh, Blue State again? Yeah, <laughs> yes, exactly, Blue State, yeah. not Brokeback. Oh, I did say Brokeback, excuse <laughs> me. All right, we are going away for this weekend, so of course you have the, the, the fixtures coming up. We will give... Will we give Eddie the Eagle as the best movie? I think we have to, just because of the sheer coincidence that we've both <laughs> got is. a text message at the same you've time. You've won the, the pair of tickets to this weekend's game, so well done. Uh, we'll, send you, we'll send you a message back and uh, see you there on Friday night, 8.30 kickoff. So that was good. Gentlemen, thank you very, very much. We will talk about sports documentaries in, in, in a couple of weeks' time because they've been, they're well worth it, well, well worth it. It's great to have you in the studio again. So, Alex B., well done. Thank you. Okay, we'll see you next week. Peter P. Thanks for having me. And we'll see you on Friday night, of course. Oh, yeah. Uh, and Andrew, as always, a pleasure to have your company here. Been brilliant being back in, in the studio rather exactly. than on the street. Exactly. Where I belong. On the street where you belong. <laughs> okay, this is a bit of broke back again. Okay, Kat Kenna, thank you for correcting me on my stupidity when I was like, got my music on me. So thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Okay, and in honor of Peter P, because because he's a he's a Boston boy, like Boston. So this this is for you. This is like your hometown, Bean Town. It is Bean Town. Uh, so this is for you. So we're going to go out to uh, a bit of funk, a bit of like joy to bring a bit of warmth before you see Mars meeting the moon up in the sky. This is uh, Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. And uh, you know, guys, this is Mark Wahlberg. So he did come from a rapper who wore no shirt into uh, a, a pretty decent actor. So we're going to go out tonight with, uh, what's the name of the song? Good Vibrations. We're going to have some good vibrations until next week. We'll talk with you then. Capital Sports with Alan Moore.
Shit. Yeah.